3: Welcome to The Funniest Thing, (laughs) where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Yeah. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios, downtown Culver City.
1: Yes. Also known as the heart of Screenland.
3: Yes, it is! (laughs) Guess what? What? You know what we gotta
1: start doing, Ed? What? we got to start expecting our eggs to hatch. That is correct. Expect your eggs to hatch with Sammy Smith. God responds to great expectations. Don't be a pipsqueak. Expect your eggs to hatch. Today, we rip the lid off the limits of how much good we think we deserve by getting into the healthy habit of following the thought of what if with what we really want. After the break, Sammy Smith rockets us into greatness with today's daily word, expectations.
3: Ooh. Ah. why don't we do those three breaths
1: because they're so
3: positive
1: there's positive and it says everything we need to know yeah and this is a great tool <laughs> to use anytime. time yeah i used it last night so let's take a deep breath ah, ah. when i raise my expectation god improves my situation ah, ah. When I
3: raise my expectation God improves my situation. Ah. When I raise my
1: expectation God improves my situation. Yeah. Yes. Funniest thing! Oh my
3: goodness! Just the other day. Just the other day. You know that's one of the benefits of doing a morning routine. Yes. You stumble on some great stuff. Yes. And just the other day, on October first, in "A Deep Breath of Life" by Alan Cohen, Jeff Comfort's favorite. Yes. Daily inspiration for heart-centered living. Yes. And. You can find any of the books we read from. If you're listening to this show and here's something you enjoy, yes. just go to com and click on the reading list tab. Yes. It'll take you to Goodreads where you can find easy, one-click methods to purchase any of the books we listen to. Yeah, I mean, listen to, that
1: you listen to, that we read from. Yes. <laughs> It's kind of like we're listening to them in the morning when we're reading them. That's what it feels like. Okay, this is October 1st. It's called Ask for the Rolls.
3: Fascinating. Just like at an Italian restaurant? That's what I thought at first, but it gets better, Ed. Hang on. Okay, good. It is not more difficult to create a castle than a button. Most of you have more buttons than castles. However, because they're easier to expect. And that's from Abraham. And it goes on to say... God was giving a tour of heaven to a man who passed on. After observing various rooms, the two passed a closed door. What's in that room? asked the man. "Eh, it would make you very sad to see what is in that room, answered God. I want to see it anyway, insisted the man. (laughs) God opened the door to reveal a chamber of vast treasures, luxurious jewels, sophisticated electronic toys, and, a sports car, and sports cars filled the floor. Wow, exclaimed the man. What a cachet. Why would this make me sad? These are the gifts I offer people, God explained, but if they are not willing to accept them, I must take them back and keep them here. That's incredible, exclaimed the man. Hey, isn't that a Rolls Royce over there? He went to sit in the Rolls, and he was astonished to find his name on it. This was the car I always wanted, the man confessed, Every night I prayed to you for a car. How come I never got this one? Because you prayed for a Ford, God answered. Instead of asking for what he really wanted, the man asked for what he thought he could get. And so he manifested not according to his possibilities, but according to his expectations. The universe is happy to fulfill our grandest visions, but we must have the confidence to ask for them. Do not be shy when praying to God or communicating to people. Aim high and you may be surprised by how the universe responds. Abundant universe, I claim my kingdom. Take from me any unworthiness and replace it with the knowledge of my true deservingness. And the affirmation is, I open to receive all the good that life has to offer me. I ask for and accept the best in every situation.
1: Uh there's a good line in there. He says, uh, what does it say? The man, where does it say? Instead of asking for what he really wanted, the man asked for what he thought he could get, right? And so he, he manifests not according to his possibilities, but according to his expectations. And I think that yes. many of us, I know for myself, ex, um, ask based on expectation rather than possibility, and oftentimes the expectation is sort of uh, meager compared to what our possibility is. That's why, uh, actually, we discovered someone else who does a morning routine during the second segment, During the when we get ready to go to the Daily Word, we'll tell you who that is. Oh, yes, it may be surprising to most. But it's so important to do a a morning routine because in order to ask according to our possibilities, we need to be aware of what our possibilities are. And I feel like... Uh, Art Butterworth in this book oh, here this tells good. us how to really get in contact with our possibilities because it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to actually live from a knowledge of what's like an, an inspired awareness of what is possible. And on, uh, and celebrate yourself on uh, in, a, in a, a section called, a chapter called How to Turn Your Life Around. Butterworth says, if you are not happy with the things that are repeatedly happening in your life, Or with the direction in which you seem to be moving. You can turn it around. Ah. You stand where you do today, wherever that is, because of your consciousness. And there is only one way you can come to stand anywhere else. By changing your consciousness. If you wish to go up higher, you can do so. And there is no limit to the heights which you can climb. Get into a higher level of consciousness. It says it is never too late to turn your life around to break the patterns of negativity. Wake up from your self-limiting thought to self-releasing vertical thought, and you will experience the ceaseless flow of your own good. Ah, that is very good. And there's a great uh,
3: suggestion that the the one great suggestion that we offer is that great three breaths. Yes. Right? When I raise my expectation, God improves my situation. Because then it puts the burden of it on God. Yes. So I realize it's not me that has to manifest this. All I have to do is know that God really wants the thing that's going to make me the happiest. Yes. So it's going to be this or something even better that's going to be the perfect fit. But when I'm actually thinking I'm being conservative or... I'm not, you know, I'm being humble or I'm being realistic. I'm really limiting God. It's insulting to God. Because it's uh, and so he goes, all right, pal, if that's all you want, here you go. Yeah, it really is. And another great um, tool is because the time when I'm most using um, expectations to my detriment is when I start thinking, what if? Because usually what follows what if is I'm I'm thinking about, uh, this is usually what happens. I get super excited. We were just talking about this before the show, like our trip to Unity Village. Yes. We're super excited about our trip to Unity Village. Yes. And instead of just keeping in that train of thought, our mind somehow, like it does for most of us, will go, Yeah, but what if? Yeah, And then it throws some little uh, negative possibilities. What we say, and the funniest thing, we just got this from Abraham reading. I think it was just yesterday or the day before. Yesterday
1: or the day before.
3: Emailed to us, and um, she, Esther Hicks, gives us a great suggestion. And here it is. It says, when you play the "what if" game, looking for things that make you feel better—that's what she suggests doing. Yeah, look They're, for things that make you feel better. Right. So when you start going, well, what if stop? Be the firm and loving parent and go. Wait a minute. Instead of worrying about or what ifing about what I don't want, mm-hmm. let me what if about what God really wants. Yes, it's because it's not really being selfish. And I got to remind myself: I'm not just thinking what I really want. No, thinking positive possibilities. I'm actually honoring God when I'm thinking "what if" and bring doom and gloom.
1: I'm not being careful and reasonable. I'm actually insulting God. Well, it's very if you're talking about selfish. When we get it, when I get into a negative mindset, that's yes. when I get into the ne- when I start "what ifing," then I start getting selfish and oh. feeling sorry for myself and oh. draining my own energy. And oftentimes, I'll end up draining the energy of people around me. You know, so if you're really concerned about being selfish. Then we really want to avoid the negative because there's nothing more draining than a net when I'm in a spiral of negative what ifing. Oh, and we were both talking about this
3: too. Ed brought it up when we were talking, and I was talking about it with Kirk yeah. from Germany, one of our listeners on the phone this morning. For some reason, we both were talking about, had the same conversation, which is. When I'm in self-pity, yeah, I'm irritated with everything yeah. and everybody. Yeah. But when I'm connected to God and believing in possibilities, I I get along with no nothing really
1: disturbs me, disturbs my peace. Yeah, and there's also when we're feeling when I'm feeling sorry for myself, self-pity as you said, it's uh it's it's almost like reveling in how bad oh yeah, unbelieving things are going to be, and like um, using that as an excuse. So it just keeps affirming the negative because uh-huh. then it's using that's why I'm feeling this way because negative's happening, negative, 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 and it becomes. Oh. Because every whatever whichever direction we're going picks up momentum. That's yes. the thing we have to realize. And so, gets evidence of it. Yeah, and it kind of feels good to go faster. So if we're going in a negative direction, it's really easy to get sucked in and get into fights. I mean, the other day I was getting snappy with Pizarro, Daryl here, because I was in that self-pity mode. And after I hung up the phone, I really had to say, what is going on? And I realized, whenever I feel this way, I'm feeling sorry for myself. And I'm projecting all these negative what-ifs and then I feel in the past I felt really trapped by that. But I realized because in the past there used to be safety for me and feeling sorry for myself. Oh, if I was sick, I'd feel sorry for myself. And I'd get, you know, comforted and gifts and stuff. And I wouldn't have to go to school. But now where I want to go, that does not serve me at all. I want to feel joyous. I want to feel overflowing with positive energy that I share with the people around me. My life goes better. Things always go my way. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And we heal more rapidly. For sure we do. And this is a great tool yeah.
3: for this. when you start getting the what if. Well, what if this? We gotta, we gotta, like, yeah. Myrtle Fillmore says, you know, stop it. That's yeah. not how a child of God right lives life. You're yeah. you're not being yourself right now. And here she go, here's Abraham. Um, when you play the what if game, look for things that make you feel better. There is never a situation in which there is not a way out. But out of habit, most people continue to choose the lack perspective until they eventually find themselves where it seems that there is no more choices. Yeah, right. But as you hold to your intention to look for evidence of well-being and thriving and success and happiness, you will tune yourself to the vibrations of those things. And so those kinds of good feeling experiences will dominate your life. And that's from the book Money and the Law of Attraction, Learning to Attract Health, Wealth, and Happiness. And I
1: think this whole, the title of our show is Expect Your Eggs to Hatch. I think somewhere along the line, many of us, and myself for sure, got in this idea that my eggs will never hatch. Those joyous, like, imaginations that we had when when I was a kid, and it felt so good to think those thoughts. Somewhere along the line, I started filing those away as they're not going to hatch. That's not real. That's something maybe I can fantasize about for here and there. But when it, you know, like, I got to live in a what if they I got, you know, I used to spend my time living more in a what if they don't hatch mentality, I better save this much money, I better have this, because what if they don't hatch, but by doing that, it, it totally um, cuts us off, cuts me off from the joyous flow of life, like in my job, I'm working with a kid now, and he's the most joyous, positive kid Daryl knows him. Yeah, and, I love him. Yeah, he's amazing. And the the biggest challenge he has is he gets so excited he has trouble kind of staying grounded and following along with the right. the rules and such, you know. And so first I was like, kind of feeling um, downhearted about. It. I was like, man, I don't know. You know, like part of me just wanted. I don't know why. I just felt this like really negative feeling. And I said, what is that feeling? And then I realized, well. It's, I let that part of me speak and I said because that part of me all that part of me wants is for this kid to be um, joyful to bless other kids with his joy and to be successful uh, in while he's being joyful yes like that's my and but part of me was going but that can' that can't hatch but then I realized why can't that hatch that can hatch so I shared that with <laughs> his teacher. Right. I didn't know how. I don't know how it's going to happen. But I just shared that idea, and she got enthusiastic and said, "Yes, let's see how we're going to make that happen." And it, it really occurred to me too often. I overlook really the obvious joyful answer because I'm afraid it's not going to hatch. But if we follow, like you say, follow the breadcrumbs, take one step at a time, they do hatch.
3: Yeah. You know, you made the best point ever that I think we overlook a lot when we get hit with something. Yeah. We tend to have. The thought, oh no, like when something's put in our lap, unexpected or otherwise, yeah. it's oh no, how am I going to overcome this? Yeah. Instead of realizing or imagining the what if positive thing that I would really want. Because once you realize, the, yes. when you said, I just want this kid to be happy, get along with the other kids and be a success, then... We don't have – because the other angle is I start worrying about, well, how am I going to make this happen? Yeah. And that's coming from a place of weakness because it's coming from a place of self-will and my own
1: human energy. Yeah, and you get a room full of people together who have all um... – disregarded that, pos- that positive possibility. And then it's like we're all groveling around with no energy, trying no energy. to come up with solutions, but there's no inspiration there. Right. But
3: the other way that yes. you stumbled upon, like we do when we're in these things, thank God, we stumble upon them because God's always there. Yes. It's always when I go, wait a minute. Yes. What do I really want? Like When you finally give up. And by just thinking, wait a minute. I don't need to worry about the how. Yes. I just need to to stay focused on what I really would love yes.
1: for this student. Because then the how takes care of itself. You know what? It's so funny you're saying that because that's what when you're talking, what's coming to my brain is when I'm willing to say this is what I'd like to see happen, like some of the pieces of the puzzle that may seem very difficult or impossible to me are simple and easy to the person sitting next yes. to me. For them, that like the harder part for them was to see the positive picture. But once I say this is the picture, all the the person next to me has something to offer to that picture that for me might have seemed impossible to them. They do it every day; it but, seems easy. Well, and that funniest thing that that's our three breaths because
3: that's it in a nutshell. Yes, when. When I raise my expectations to beyond the, how am I going to do this, to what I would really love this to be, then God improves the situations. Then people come out of the woodwork, or funniest thing, or miraculously I say things that I go, wow, I can't believe I." Reacted this way and it was so help positive for this
1: situation. Yeah. And it's something so beyond my normal right. self. Well, I was thinking this is really about well, oftentimes raising our expectations gets twisted into a form of punishment of ourself or someone else. I'm I'm expecting more of you. I mean but really this is about raising our expectation about the nature of life and a nature of God and how supported we really are if we're willing to raise our expectations about how good life can be about how amazing this stuff can turn out those are the expectations we need to raise because when i raise those expectations new energy a new creative solution everything flows through yeah and it means imagining
3: that situations will work out in a positive better than expected way whether it's yes. a flat tire like i had the other day yeah. and i took it to the shop and the guy just handed me, like, took down my number on a sheet of paper because it's this old-timey tire place. Yeah. And part of me loved that because it reminded me of the old days before franchises where you got to sign, like, 12 documents. But I got into a habit of signing 12 documents that I felt that was more legitimate. So I started walking away from the repair shop thinking, well, is she going to do it right? I said, Daryl, trust and joy when combined You know, yes, equals answered prayer. Yes, rather. So I said, I'm just going to choose to trust and be full of joy. So I just, I had to like bring my mind around, and I just chose to stay in joy and trust. I get a call. I called Ed right back later that day because I couldn't believe. I get a call an hour later. Come get your car. It's ready. So I go, all right, and I'm excited. I go down there because I felt trust and joy. Yeah. So he goes, here's your keys. And I it's all done. And I said, well, how much do I owe you? There's nothing. I go, wait, well, what about the flat? And they all never went through. I go, well, what about the low air indicator? Because even Honda yeah. said it had yeah. low air and they needed a tire replaced. They go, well, they were all low. We just filled them up for you. And I was like, this is incredible. Plus, you know I'm going to go back to that place. Yeah. But the trust and joy brought about a better than expected you outcome. You expected your eggs to hatch. I know. But Wonderful. I had to
1: choose yes. it. Yes. You know, we had to choose it. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, coming up next, Sammy Smith rockets us into greatness with today's daily word, expectations. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. It's called The Pants? Take eight. I-
0: Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, less blissful stillness come tens of thousands of listeners like you have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program Touching the Stillness one of the longest running programs on Unity Online Radio Paulette's latest album of guided meditations blissful stillness is a new and different experience the mystical quality of our beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop. UnityOnline.org.
2: You're listening to funniest thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at funniest thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org.
1: Now back to funniest thing. All right. Welcome back to funniest thing. Today's show is called expect your eggs to hatch with Sammy Smith. And, uh, I want to tell you one funniest thing. Right before the break, you told the story about your tires, right? Yes. Last night when I – in the middle of the night, I had like a stomach ache. So I I was – and you know how your mind goes – well, I don't know if it's one or the uh, – which comes first, the chicken or the egg. But you know, doing an affirmation helps me to get my mind on track yes. and then the pain goes away. So I started – I said, I got to just think one good thing about God. And just, And so I kept saying to myself – uh God makes all things new. Yes. And, and for some reason I never even really thought about that, that phrase before but it kept it was like clearing out everything right and I fell asleep I woke up feeling good and right before I woke up I dreamt I was walking with you and you were telling me the story about your tires, and you're oh like, "Oh my
3: god, that's bizarre!" But yeah, and
1: in the dream, you're like, "Yeah, it turns out my my tires weren't on steroids after all." <laughs> Something like the tires, but it was the. seven. I woke up thinking about that very story you just told. So thank that's you. amazing. And when you told me
3: that earlier about not the tires, but about the God makes all things new. Yeah, because lately I've been using the old timey Bible version of the same thing that's been helping me. I, yeah, you know, I just what is it? when I feel like congested, you know, just mentally I do or my neck really hurts, yes. I just go, I am the resurrection and the life. You yes. know, meaning
1: I am new, I am renewed. Yes. And and I could have newness now. Yes. You know? Oh dude, I had that hey, I was reflecting on that the other day in the chapel because when we live in the resurrection part of the story, it's like yeah, all things are new. We're yes. limitless. We're like a body of light, a being that everything is possible. We yes. expect our eggs to hatch.
3: Yeah, it, it knocks out the thought of, is this ever going to go away? Am I ever going to get better? It just knocks that out. Yeah, it mean, just says, I am the resurrection
1: and the life. Yeah, Jesus got off the cross 2,000 years ago. I think it's safe for us to do the same now. Yes. All right. We want to thank our listeners. Uh, Carol Smith, thank you for the donation. Trudy Britt as well. Uh, all of you, we want to thank you for listening to the show, uh, for sharing it with your friends, for commenting on Facebook, on Facebook or messi- messaging us at the do- at DarylNed.com or at the Funniest Thing fan page or at Funniest Thing at UnityOnlineRadio.org. And we have a great announcement. A listener who has now become our... A new crew member. A new crew member. Our social media... <laughs> good Newser. Good Newser. And her name is... Uh, it's not um Susie. No, it's, Su- it's Susie, Susie Thompson. Thompson. I wrote the wrong name here. <laughs> Susie Thompson is the new social media good newser. You can see her picture on our uh, DarylNed.com on the crew page. So. Well,
3: yeah, it was the most natural because I woke up one morning and sh- Susie Thompson has been contributing yes. all these positive things professional amazing artistic right because she's an artist and illustrator yeah. and so she usually does an illustration and generously posts it on our
1: facebook and it usually promotes a show or uh, an idea from a show she was just yeah. listening to so for some reason the other day i woke up and i go why don't we see
3: if Susie wants to yes put the posts on our facebook page
1: yeah so that when she posts it's now uh funniest thing posting yeah so everyone can see yeah, so it everyone can see it and enjoy it
3: so i told ed it goes that's great that's the best news i heard all day yes and I, and kirk called me and i was telling kirk about it and he AKA said Kirk-y. oh kirk from new jer from germany new and germany, <laughs> new germany uh-huh. and he said oh that is awesome so we sent up a flare to Susie Thompson, and we were so enthusiastic that she agreed to be the social media
1: good newser. So go to daronet com and check out the crew page, and you'll see her there along with Jeff Comfort, Gabby the Postal Pitbull, Mister French, our station manager. Yep. So uh, we also, uh, if you want to send us anything, parcel post because we get to look in that little PO box with there and. In- Say funny things to the people that are working back there. Yeah, because we open it up and we yell in there, I
3: love my mail!
1: Yeah, and that's funniest thing, PO Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. we love to hear from you that way as well. We want to thank somebody Uh, who's been described as a modern-day Adonis of behind the soundboard. You are
3: not kidding. Any other
1: uh, references you've heard about him recently? Uh, all I
3: know is he he's a master of the keyboards like that guy that you love from uh
1: sticks. Oh yes. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs>
1: he puts the all and the all in the family. Yes, he does. And he makes us sound good every week. Isn't and that me? is our chief engineer, Jeff Comfort. Because <laughs> each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yes. Yeah. Ah, bada-bing, bada-boom. Now a shout-out to the prayer line. 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray, where you can text in your prayers, or you can push one button, it'll send you uh, straight to the prayer line, or they have meditations on there. Yes, and it's free. It's great. We use it all the time. I use it for anything and everything. Uh. Anytime there's, I'm not expecting my eggs to hatch, it's a great way to shift my expectation into positive frame of mind and realize that being positive is more than just, uh, w- uh, you know, uh, kind of well-wishing or Pollyanna, as you say. It's a, it's actually the most realistic way of looking yes. at things in light of this loving universe in which
3: we live. And coming up is the Daily Word segment, and if yes. you... We- well, oh, yeah. Before we get in our guests, us. don't take it from us to do a morning
1: routine. Yeah, we both of us lit up. It was yesterday. Yes, yesterday. The Bible verse for the word was inner peace. Why don't you read the Bible verse from yesterday? Yeah, this we're
3: talking about yesterday's daily word, and the the Bible verse is Mark chapter one verse thirty five, and it blew our minds. Yes, because here he's describing what Jesus does every morning. Yes, and it says. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out into a deserted place and there he prayed. That's exactly what you and I do when we wander to the sofa or chair, we find a deserted place. It's so funny. Before Lori gets up, before all the you know the activity in the
1: house begins. It's funny because we always say about the prayer line in the morning we wake up before before we we put on our makeup. We say a little prayer for for you Yeah.
3: And the Daily Word is available for a very, very low
1: subscription rate through the Daryl Ned website. Only a few pennies a day. Special offer tab. You can find that out. And you can also read today's Daily Word from our page or from dailyword.com for free. Yeah, to dip your toe in the water. If you're, uh, and you, you can press play and hear them read it to you. It's oh, amazing. Yes. The app oh, the on app the, phone, is the app
3: on the phone actually gives you meditations and each Daily Word is a mini
1: guided meditation. It is great. I use it all the time. So if you want to just get the app, you could do that. Daryl and I, I get the large print. Daryl gets the regular print version. Yeah, it should be the other Although way you around. You have that large print right there. Well, that one was from our trip to... If you visit
3: Unity Village... Oh, my gosh. You get a free daily word. They're wherever every, you go. Wherever
1: you go, there's racks of daily words, large or small. And, and today we have someone who actually used to... Used to right write for the Daily Word. I don't think he's, he's still doing that. He contributed, contributed to the Daily Word anonymously, right? And uh, that is Mr. Sammy Smith. Hey, Daryl and Ed, how are you guys doing? Oh, oh better man. now that we're hearing your voice. And we wanted to share with you. Just a few days ago, we heard a great quote from Norman Vincent Peale. And when Ed says "heard," it means we read
3: it in our oh, morning yeah, I routine. Keep saying that, yeah. <laughs> well, I say well, it that's too. Great. Yeah. It, it was uh, from Daley Cohen. Daley Cohen <laughs> <laughs> from Alan Cohen on October second. And here, here it is: throw your heart over the fence, and
1: the rest will follow. Norman Vincent Peale. Yeah, and we bring that up because Sammy Smith has been um, has a direct link to Norman Vincent Peale. Has been sending us great stuff. We've been on the um, on the interwebs watching Norman Vincent Peale on YouTube. If you've never seen him speak yourself. I recommend looking it up. I there is a great one that oh. I think it was Sammy that I think he sent us this one where he's talking about. He's talking about in there he says how to pray, but the other thing he talk he's talking about a, um, like if you're really into this stuff, pro, like you like problems, like let's see how God's gonna fix this problem. You know, he's got, and that's what made me think too. When we're faced with how are the eggs gonna hatch? We can get, get to be excited about it. Let's see how God's going to make yes. these eggs
3: hatch. Well, that, and you know what, what's been helping me, too, that show we did a while back where we read the Emmett Fox line, which is, I could have my indignation or my demonstration. Yeah. And what that means, either but I not can both. complain and go, oh, this is a pain, I can't believe Or I could go, ooh, I wonder what wonderful way God is going to yeah. handle this seemingly negative situation, And how is it going to turn out for the best? Now, Sammy. Hello,
4: gentlemen. I'm so glad that you uh, are enjoying Norman Vincent Peale. That was a great quote by him. Dr. Peale was a fantastic person, the real McCoy, really. Uh, Very authentic and uh, had some wonderful material. Very funny as a speaker. People didn't expect that. They expected a staunch old preacher. Right. But he was very entertaining and and a lot of wisdom and He uh, was at Marble Collegiate in 1932, uh, I believe. And Emmett Fox started church, or came to the Church of the Healing Christ in 1931 hmm. in New York City. So undoubtedly their paths crossed many times over the years.
1: Yes, and your path crossed with Norman. You've got to tell us story. that
3: story for our listeners' enjoyment. Your high school story. Yes.
4: Okay. Well, as Doctor Beale would say, to which of the many stories do you refer? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't have that many stories Let's okay, say, no, I wrote well. to Norman Vincent Norman Vincent Peale was a great uh, positive thinking minister he was a, a Protestant pastor uh, wrote The Power of Positive Thinking one of the all time great best selling books uh, he was also a uh, big Unity fan I wrote to him in high school and asked him what his opinion of Unity was and he wrote back a, a personal letter and said that he had enjoyed reading Unity literature for many years and found Daily Word and other publication is quite helpful. but uh, So I wrote to him, and um, I got to ask him to autograph some books, and I got uh, several letters over a period of time, but, uh, you know, I sent him a handful of books to sign, and when the box arrived back, there was like two or three times as many books in the box. Mm. He sent me books I didn't have and wrote a personal inscription. Wow. You know, it was just terrific. But anyway, I... I uh, got a letter back and saying, we, "Oh, I, I yeah, right." The high school, sir. Yes, I told him we would started a club, the Optimist Outlook Organization.
3: Mm. <laughs> I wish we had that in my high school. Me too. We it had great. its hip. We had its hip to be down club. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <that's> <laughs> where <laughs> we just smoked cigarettes and complained. I think mean, a lot of <laughs> stories. Well, we had that.
4: True. We had that club too. But uh, we also had the Optimist Outlook Organization and. Uh, They wrote and asked uh, if they could put me on the, publish the letter and put the story on the cover of their magazine, which they did, which is today's Plus magazine. But uh, it was terrific.
3: Didn't you go up there and have dinner
4: with them and hear them speak? Oh, yeah. We, uh, yeah, I was flying to uh, a conference they had in the Bahamas. It was my first year in college, and I. It wanted to. I'd had correspondence with him, and I wanted to see him at this conference. But there's like a thousand people there, so I prayed. And I said, "All right, Lord, if you want me to see Doctor Peel, or you know, put me in this path." And I got on the plane, the Eastern Airlines, and looked across the aisle, and that was Norman Vincent Peel and Mrs. Peel sitting right across from me.
1: Wow!
4: <laughs> so we had a talk, and uh, we got off the plane, and they said they'd like to have dinner with me. And, uh, oh, but, you know, I, I was a, I was a college student and the consideration and courtesy they showed for everyone was very inspiring.
1: That is amazing. Talk about your your chickens hatching with that prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you that know, one is- of the things one of the things Dr. Peel had said years ago, and
4: I've done this thousands of times. I don't I don't necessarily do it every morning, but he he said, when you wake up in the morning wake up with a positive expectation and run a Bible verse through your mind. And the one he suggested was with you are the fountains of life. Uh, with you are the fountains of life. Talking about God, good, of course. Yeah. Yes. other one was, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So, wow. so many times over the years, I've awoken and if you ever wake up and you think, you know, what does the day hold that but those Bible verses just passing through your mind kind of set you on the right track.
1: Yes. I was just telling Daryl that same thing at the beginning of the segment, how last night when I woke up with a little pain in the old belly and I was having trouble sleeping, I went out to my sofa and then I was sitting there thinking, i have got to think, just something about God that you know would get me back in the flow. And that for some reason, uh, God makes all things new is the only thing I could think of to think. And I just kept... Running that through my brain, and I swear it was like a vacuum cleaner cleaning up all the different thoughts, and it was, you know because it had different meaning for different parts yes. of my life, and I could feel my thoughts about different things being renewed, my mind being renewed, yes. my body being renewed, you know, my ideas about things. It was I, I, that definitely proved. Uh, yeah, to work fantastic. For me That's a great. Time. It was a great.
4: Information be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ah, uh, doing-
3: yes. Because it's not about being stale and thinking the same things and trying to figure out problems with
1: my past. No, thinking. Yeah, it's about no. Give me a fresh idea. Well, it's funny because Butterworth. In the, I read a bit of a reading earlier, and he talks about uh, the word repent, and he re- he tells us that it means to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. It's not the. It's not punishment. Yes. Or no. anything like that, it's about renewing our mind so that we remember who we are and get back in alignment with the flow that is that healthy natural oh. flow, which is our, really our birthright and, and, and what is the most natural when we feel that way. Right It's resetting, it's resetting
4: your expectations because that, yes you know over the years, uh, yes, you know, life happens and uh, to get back to that childlike spirit that Jesus talked about, you know, the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Belongs to people with a childlike and receptive spirit. That's not an official translation. It's the King Sammy version. But that's gotcha. basically the idea that, you know, the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who have a the spirit of a child. And what is the chi- a child? Not, you know, nothing is impossible to right. a kid. Anything is possible. And even the simplest things delight a child. Yes. You don't have to have $10 billion in the bank. They can be delighted by walking outside and seeing the leaves and smelling the fall air. Yes. Playing with the Matchbox car or Hot Wheels on the floor.
1: This is so inspiring for me. I, I, and I remember the, 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 there's a parable in the Bible. He takes the kid out of the crowd and says, look, I'm telling you, unless you're more like this kid. Yes. You're not going to get this stuff. There's, and, there's nothing I can do yeah, for you. there's nothing I can do. <laughs> and it reminds me of the kid I was talking about in the first segment is... This is what's been occurring to me. This kid's kind of having some trouble following the rules, but he's not like um, someone not setting out to be. Right. He's, not negative. Negative. He's, he's not malicious. He's not malicious in no. any way. And what's been striking me is, we in, in our helping him, we need to be more like him, which yes. is he's so full of joyous wonder about everything oh, that if that we easy. take that same approach to how we help him and help these other kids, we'll all be better off. And I I want to make sure that we don't miss miss out on that opportunity with this kid. Right. There's a simplicity to, you know, the approach of a child to life. And I remember,
4: in fact, I heard this story at the same time I first heard Norman Vincent Peale in person. Art Linkletter was also on the stage speaking, and he told about it. He said he used to interview children on a show, yes. and it was like a five-year-old boy. He said, you know, if you were the captain of an airplane and uh, you were flying your way up in the air and the engine stopped, what would you do? And the kid says, "Well, I, I grab my parachute and jump out." And Linkletter said, "Well, what about all the people in the airplane? What about all the other people?" And uh, the little boy said, "Well, I, I was coming back. I was just going to get gas." No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, the, that's the,
1: good story. You
4: know the simplicity. You know the mind of the child, and you get people get you know old and crusted over. You have to peel off those layers and. You know, well, think about the fountains of life coming from God. Your yes. expectation is in God.
1: That's what I was thinking about with these kids. and with Because I was thinking about this kid the other day, and I was realizing, he's, he doesn't talk about being plugged in. He is plugged in. The energy that is flowing through him is so purely the energy of God. And that's, you know, I think that's like, because a lot of times Jesus would be talking to these Pharisees who were talking about the thing, but, and he and Jesus would be saying, I am that thing. Listen, I'm plugged into the very thing you're talking about. I'm not talking about that thing. I am yes. that thing that you're talking about. And the difference between that, that's exactly what happens when we shift our expectation and get back in and renew our mind. Now now we're no longer talking about God. We're talking from, from and God. Living from, from God. It. Yes.
4: I was looking through uh, some... File. Well, I thought of something when I was thinking about the show today, guys, and... Uh, What amazes me is about myself, I say, with no humility whatsoever, is that I can find stuff in my office. (laughs) So I was looking. It took me about five minutes, but I found an article from Unity magazine, a short piece from 1998, uh, that a woman wrote about how she woke up in the morning. And uh, Marjorie Rich, uh, this is probably... A minute and a half or two. Do you have time for that? Yeah, let's
3: do it. Yeah, We've got time.
4: It. I just thought this this was great. It was uh, perfect. Yeah, she said, uh, so Marjorie Rich, Unity Magazine, January 1998. She said, I'd always been one of those individuals who believes there's no life before coffee. I would wake up feeling old, blah, blank, and depressed. One foot could barely follow the other foot into the bathroom. But one morning last year, at the age of 69, I found a way to get the lift I needed. My discovery was so simple, I can scarcely believe how it has changed my life. On that morning only a year ago, I woke up, looked at the clock, and breathed a big sigh. It was time to get up. I slid both feet slowly over the edge of the bed and forced them to the floor. My legs were stiff and achy. With both hands, I pushed on the bed. I slowly pushed myself up to a standing position and hobbled into the bathroom. As I stood there staring at me in the mirror, I realized I looked even worse than I felt. I just stood there looking at myself, and suddenly and impulsively I said, Hi. That was all. Just hi. Now I felt so foolish I had to smile. I smiled and then grinned, and suddenly I was standing there laughing out loud. And I smiled all day long. For the next few mornings, I did the same thing, and it became easier to smile. I realized that it was hard to feel sorry for myself or to feel depressed when I was smiling. Soon I began to notice the smiles of others, especially the smiles of children. And then I noticed that I was relaxed and confident. I no longer felt stiff and achy. Before too long, I no longer needed the mirror The image in my mind and the feeling of the smile became automatic. So now I'm 70. I still enjoy a cup of fresh hot coffee in the morning, but I don't need it to get me going. I wake up most mornings with a smile on my face. It's second nature to me now. And I feel the peace of mind that comes with that smile. My smile is the symbol of my happiness.
3: Uh, That's good. That's that's the perfect... uh segue right into the daily word you want to go right into it Sammy? Yeah, perfect. that yes. was awesome
4: let's do it daryl and ed it's expectations by the way i love your shouting into the mailbox to your mailman
3: oh yeah we do it all the time because, <laughs> yeah. well actually it started because
1: we were well, it wasn't it wasn't the well, the Best place intentions not... at first. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it, wasn't. it was <laughs> a joyous intention, but the place was, <laughs> was... so drab most of the time. And... Yeah, they're drab and dreary yeah, at this yeah. one post office. Well, the more we've done this little joyful ritual, oh, the, the more joyful the whole place The place
3: is, there's a guy who even brings in 80s music. Soul, disco, whatever kind music. And he of music plays and, it yeah. in the lobby for these postal workers. Yeah. So <laughs> it really has worked, but we'd open it up and go – We love getting our mail. Yeah. Even when there's (laughs) nothing in there, like we shout through the little (laughs) P.O. box opening.
4: That is fantastic. You're resetting their expectations.
3: Yes. Exactly. Helping
4: them. Yes. All right. The word for today, expectations. My life reflects my expectations, and I expect good. When I wake up in the morning, do I expect to have a glorious day filled with discovery and wonder? My life is a reflection of of my expectations, and for this day, I expect good. What I expect, I accept, and I accept God's blessings in my life. I put aside doubt and think instead about all the dreams I've had in my life. I remember the joy I felt when a relationship, a job, or any situation turned out better than I ever thought possible. Now, I use that joy as a building block for more joy. Yes. I expect that my interactions with others will be calm and peaceful. Thought by thought, my expectations build a strong foundation of faith that brings more joy into my life. I expect good, and I see good in my life. In the Bible, verse is Hebrews 3, 4. For every house is built by someone... But the builder of all things is God.
1: Oh, that's phenomenal. Ah. All right. Well, Sammy, we got a few things to do before we wrap up the show. We want to thank you for uh, coming on and sharing your stories, amazing stories. We love that you're in our life. We really do. Hey, thank you. Same here. Both of you. We
3: love your books you share with us. We love the... Emails you send with, uh,
1: yeah, what's the name, Curtis? Donald Curtis. Donald Curtis. Curtis. We actually we have- read one of the readings on the air and we had a fan request and we put it up on our page, yes, about um, uh, power gliding into high gear today, yes, really good. It's the work one, his yeah. work affirmation. Oh, it's the one, yeah, Sammy sent us that one, yes, yeah, so we loved yeah, I love that one. I read that, and I'm ready to go. That, that really gets my expectations moving in the right direction. That said, It's a cup of ca- Curtis in the morning. Yeah, a little cup of Curtis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a fantastic rest of the day. Thanks for what you're doing.
1: Thank right, you. God bless you, man. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Uh, let's see. Doreen Virtue, daily guidance from your angel, said, Know that you deserve good in your life. You're loved just as much as every one of God's creations. The fact is that God desires only the best for you just as any loving parent wishes great experiences for their offspring. You deserve good things just as much as any person is worthy of support, love, and care. When you receive, you fill the well of blessings that allows you to help others. Your receptivity also fulfills God's wish to give to you. By letting yourself receive, you tune into the universe's music, which steadily pulsates harmonious gifts for everyone. You're entirely lovable and guiltless. You you haven't done anything wrong, and there's nothing wrong with you. You're an innocent, precious, and much loved child of God. Give yourself over to good today. Open your arms, receive, and say thank you. you know, it's the affirmation I allow myself to receive. The more loving I am toward myself, the more that I feel love. The more I am at peace the greater my contribution to world peace will be. It is safe for me to receive, for I, like all others, deserve goodness in all ways.
3: That's worth uh, rewinding on the scrubber dial to the podcast and playing to yourself over and over.
1: No kidding, no kidding. But you, well, you're going to tell that story? I'll tell a little story that happened just before today's show. Oh, my goodness. All right, a local gardener was driving along the road just outside of middle school stu- studios with a load of fertilizer. Daryl and Ed were playing fetch with Gabby and Mr. French in front of the house, as usual, in front of the studio, and uh, we saw the gardener and called out, What have you got in your truck? Fertilizer, the gardener replied. What are you going to do with it? Asked Daryl and Ed. Put it on strawberries, answered the farmer. Daryl and Ed looked at each other a bit confused, then turned to the gardener and said,
3: You ought to live here at Middle School Studios. We put sugar and cream on ours. Yes, hey, uh, I got to tell you, oh, I got to tell you something that's going to knock your socks off the glass. Who?
1: All right, so oh. first bit of mail is from Susie Thompson of all people. She posted on her Facebook page. She is now our, what do you call it? social media good newser yes and she said open your eyes i awake to the task with the task to open my eyes to the unlimited abund- abundance and resources avail- available to me in each moment this is exactly what we were just talking about the world has been given to me to enjoy admire explore I appreciate these gifts with childlike wonder and awe. My goal is to believe in possibilities before tangible evidence has formed. My eyes widen with clarity and excitement with the expectation that it's going to be an absolutely gorgeous day. And you could find that on the Facebook page. That's right. That's right. Ruth Perkins from Texas commented that she loves all the cute art that has a message. So thank Thank you again, Susie Thompson, for that art. And Daryl has been posting some great Drawing, uh, quick you, under a minute drawings with great songs. Yeah, Carol Lee Adams. Let me just throw oh. this last piece. Possibly, we think she might be from Florida. After our Facebook, about Facebook, she said she loved the story of, of the penguins going to the zoo, which was from last week's episode.
3: Now, listen, I got to tell you this. Yeah. So Lori called me yesterday and said. Please don't be mad at me. And that's never a good sign. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, no, she got into an accident. Because well, Anyway, yeah, cause so like- I'm thinking all this stuff and I go, just be calm. Brace yourself. Don't say anything yeah. negative. Uh-huh. So then she goes, well, I was at the gas station. I go, oh, no, she got into an accident and I got a soda and then I had my gas and then I left. And I drove out with the pump in my car. Oh, man. <laughs> so it gets better. Uh, so I'm just listening, and she goes, and I'm still like, oh, man, how much is this going to cost me? And she goes, well, I was going to run away, but I said, I can't do that. That's the wrong thing to do. Uh-huh. So she went back and explained to the guy, and we paid for it to be fixed. But then later on, I was dying of laughter. Imagine her like driving a kaplunk oh, and being yeah. like, oh, shoot. I gotta run away. Yeah. and I was like dying of laughter thinking about my poor wifey oh with the pump pulled out, that's and then so dreading fun. calling yeah. me.
1: And she goes, "I gotta because pri- I go back here all the time." Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Hey, you know what? There's a funniest thing happened yesterday. I was at the nuns. I was telling, "Oh, how, this is great." Yeah, I was telling him how a priest at my mother's church, Father uh, Augustine Escobar, had been dealing with cancer, and he was watching. The, the canonization of Saint Mother Teresa being made into a saint, right? And he was praying to her to help him, you know, with his healing while he, he was watching. He felt this amazing healing come over him and he indeed had a healing. He had a healing. So I was telling, do uh, you know the new sister's name with the short uh, gray hair? Yeah, Sister there? Short Hair. Okay, Sister Short Hair said, Well, why not? God thinks big, we think small. And I said, oh, my goodness, that's exactly what our show is about, us thinking more like God. And she said, well, see, God's always working. Maybe she's part of Native American.
3: Could be. The way she said that saying, God (laughs) think big, we We think
1: think small. (laughs) (laughs) Another funniest thing, I went to get a little coffee and and burrito with my buddy Richard. He's about in his mid-60s. I surf with him. Relaxed guy. And again, he, I'm, he's, I'm telling him about the podcast a little reluctantly because right. what's he going to know about unity? I mentioned oh, unity. Yes. It, I've been serving with this guy and we get along so well. It turns out his grandmother, Fanny Johnson, lived to 107 years old, always had the daily word, was a unity follower. When she was 104 years old, her, mo- her affirmation was, I can, I will, I must. So she could barely make her tea in the pot, but she would just say out loud, I can, I will, I must. So she still was. using You know, it's her funny. Yeah. Since you told me that, I've been saying, "I can,
3: I must, I do." Like I've been there using you go. that on yeah. myself. Thanks, You to never Fanny. know
1: who's gonna know. Oh, you know, I want to send real quick, send love to Phil Naus, Kurt Naus, and my partner, in Coconut Donut. His father just transitioned a couple of weeks ago. We send love to him oh, and, and yes. all of his family. I love you, Papa Donut, and your whole family. And thank you for everything. And did you want to do that? Say anything else, real quick? Or are we? Look who it is! Oh my gosh! What's his name? What is his name? Paul Johnson (laughs) (laughs) Young? We we forgot. John Paul Young!
3: John Paul Young from Australia! What what are you doing here? Love is in the
1: air. (laughs) Everywhere (laughs) I look around. Love is in the air. Every sight and every sound. And I don't know if we're I'm being foolish. Show me. Don't, don't know, know if we're, we're being wise. But it's something that we must believe in. It's there when we
3: look in your eyes. Okay, thank you so much For being a part of Funniest Thing With Daryl Nen on Radio You'll hear about our website and email During the end
1: credits OriginalSusie.com Susie Thompson, we love you Love is in the air Love is in the air Love is in the air Yeah, love is in the air
0: spirit of recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet where we support your spiritual growth reverend anna schaus phd interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery spirit of recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.